Hello and welcome to Adonis Talks. This will be a weekly podcast show in which I will be talking about different subjects which I find interesting and which I think I should give my opinion about. Now, I will not be giving any f- information about my background as I think it can only change the view of people if they know how I looked like, where I come from, how I grew up. Though, in today's topic, that's not really going to be necessary. But still, I think I should not really give away who I am. Well, that's about it. I hope I'm going to be able to do this weekly, because it is actually time-consuming to do a podcast. And without further ado, let's get right into this. So, today's episode is going to be about Illidan Stormrage, a Warcraft 3 character created by Blizzard. So, Illidan Stormrage is a very fascinating character. He has an interesting background, and up until Warcraft 3, I think everyone will agree he was one of the most relatable characters and one of the most well-written characters in the game, if not the best. Him and uh, him along Artis are probably the two best characters Blizzard have created. And honestly, during Warcraft 3, they were incredible. The, I think in World of Warcraft, their legacy was destroyed. But I'm not going to be talking about Artis today, only about Illidan as I do not think I have enough time to talk about the artist as well, though I might do it in some point in the future. But let's begin. First, I'm going to talk about why Illidan is an incredible character in Warcraft 3. First of all, Illidan is probably one of the most relatable people in the Warcraft universe. He is is not perfect, he has no perfect ideals, he... His ideal is to destroy the Burning Legion and live his life with Tyrande. Well, obviously Tyrande has refused his love, which is okay, it's completely normal, it happens, but thing is, he is also a mana-hungry addict, right? He loves magic. Now, while we do not know how exactly he feeds on magic, and how exactly he feels hunger for magic. We do know that he is addicted to it, from the Warcraft 3 Frozen Throne campaigns. One thing to note is that he loves power, he obtains this power mainly to destroy the Legion. His addiction may have been embodied in him with the idea to destroy the Legion. Though I don't think that's how it should be, and I don't think that's how it should have been done. Now, Illidan was born an incredibly talented kid. Uh, He had his green eyes, which signified great prosperity and incredible druid skills. Now, he gave up druid, uh, his druid abilities to become a sorcerer because of his because he became addicted to mana, right? So he needed the mana addiction to be fulfilled. He joined the army, the legion attacked, and he absorbed fell energies and created a new fa- fountain of eternity, a new well of eternity, so that the night elves could actually push the legion back. 
Now, the Night Elves, for some reason, despise that because Fel Energy is chaotic and refuse to acknowledge the aid, even though they use it afterwards and locked up Illidan for 10,000 years. Now, you can see from Illidan's point of view how this is a betrayal. Well, he is called the betrayer, but that's a betrayal towards him as well because he did all of that even though he, because of his addiction to mana in some way, he did all of that to save his people. And he did, in a way, save his people. Now, after 10,000 years, the same thing happens again. He uh, is brought out of his cell to help stop the Burning Legion. He successfully destroys, or well, takes the Skull of Gul'dan for himself, and becomes an even stronger demon. Or half-demon, whatever he is right now. Or was. <laughs> whatever. Um, and what does he do? He saves the Ashenvale Forest from becoming corrupt. And what does he get? He becomes banished again. Well, okay. In that, in a way, is relatable. You do something bad... Which is considered bad by your peers, but for a greater goal. Now, consuming fell energy, I don't know why it's considered that bad by the Night Elves. I mean, I know it's a chaotic energy, but I don't think they should just hate him. And he clearly saves their asses time and time again simply by taking that fell energy and controlling it. It's not like he's gone completely insane. But that doesn't stop him. He continues forward and pushes forward on his own path, which is respectable. And even if it's a mistake to consume the fell energy, he is human like us about it. It's relatable because we do the same thing. If we think it works, we do it again, even if it's wrong. That's kind of how we work. Uh, even sometimes it's wrong. Let's talk about theft, for example. Of course it's wrong. I'm not going to legitimize theft. But if you steal something that works for you, you're going to steal again. Even if you get caught once, then you, you figure out how to not get caught and you do it again. You can basically say that about every skill. You'll do something until you run into a brick wall, figure out how to get around the brick wall, and do it again. That's kind of how it works. That's how Illidan does it. And at one point, he almost even saves the world of Azeroth from the Lich King. He almost destroys the Isencrown, stopped by his own brother from a pure... From a pure for such a stupid viewpoint, no one even asked Ilan what he was doing, though he did not want to even be asked. He could have just told everyone that he his goal was to destroy Ice Crown Glacier so that he can destroy the Lich King and it can be over with the Eye of Sir Garrus, but uh, that, that's badly, bad written lore, in my opinion, badly written lore. And I think that's one of the issues with blizzard that spirals out of control in World of Warcraft. But fine, for the sake of plot in Warcraft 3, we'll accept that no one wanted to even talk with Illidan. And so no one did, and they stopped him from destroying the Lich King. 
Then he fought Artis again to save Azeroth. Let's not forget he is while he is addicted to magic, he is doing good things. He is an addict, no one's going to deny that. Though I don't even know if an addiction to magic is that bad. Like the world of Azeroth sees it as some hell, but we can't really know for sure. I don't think it's the same as a cocaine addiction. I think it's more of a workaholic addiction, let's say. It's not healthy, but it's not bad necessarily. Um, and so he almost stops the Lich King. He stops Artis from becoming the Lich King. And he just gets stopped. And okay, that happens. And great. Illidan is a good character, addicted to magic, shunned upon by his own people. He, for no apparent reason except his addiction to magic, which I still think is unreasonable, but sure. And he's still fighting for good. That's the main point I'm trying to make here. He, everyone hates him for no apparent reason, but he still fights for good for what he believes to be good, and for what genuinely everyone sees as good. He just has his own methods that aren't pure and perfect like the others, which I believe is the correct way of looking at things. It should be like that. Because you're getting destroyed by some uncontrollable force known as the Legion, the Burning Legion, which has vast amounts of magic and monstrosities. And what, you, you just say, I'm going to fight with honor and be, be Malfurion, and set your trees against them and pray you win? I don't think that's how it works, and I don't think that's how it should work. Uh, yeah, and Malfurion manages to trap um, Archimon, but so what? It just sends him back to the nether. <laughs> Wow, big deal. You stopped him for one invasion. More invasions are sure to come as the Legion can manipulate strong beings. And you need power to fight the Legion, and I think the way that Illidan is thinking about it is the more logical way to do things. Even though you're kind of corrupting yourself, I think it's better than just saying for honor and dying like an idiot. Now, it's not shown how many people actually die during the fight against Archimon, but I'm pretty sure a lot of people die. Orcs, humans, trolls, elves, dwarves, whatever. They all die when Archimon is going to Mount Hyja. I can't pronounce the name of the mountain. But to the, to the huge tree, right? And... What? Only the strong survive. What if everyone was strong? What if everyone had some fell energy in them? Maybe a lot less would have died. Now, granted, perhaps not everyone can hold the fell energy. But imagine if the heroes, the strong ones, actually held it. They could save a lot more lives. Or at least hold the Legion on their own for a lot longer. But, enough of that. 
Uh, enough of me ranting on about how fail magic should not be seen as an addiction, as Illidan has saved many, many lives due to his addiction. And how he is a good guy, and how he is basically kicked out from everywhere for no apparent reason other than some addiction for which if they really want him to stop, they would have taught him how not to just claim blindless power. Now let's continue to World of Warcraft and the Burning Crusade. Now this is more interesting as Illidan completely becomes a villain. Not only, no, it even becomes justified as he kind of becomes insane and just wants to slaughter everyone on his path. Which is not necessarily how Illidan is. Yes, he'd stop any, he'd kill anyone who attacks him. It was the same in Frozen Throne when you see Mayeb, right? She attacks him and he, he has no problem attacking back. But the thing is, now he's just randomly attacking. He wanted to attack Shatrath City for no reason, for no apparent reason, just because, well, <laughs> domination. Um, and, then, and then he was fine with just leaving the Drenai, like the for. The Forsaken Drena or the Forgotten Drena, I'm not sure, what, I don't remember exactly what they were called, to just leave him. Like, and Akama's betrayal is also stupid. It's Akama betrays Illidan because he didn't give him the temple. As Illidan was definitely going to give him the temple, but he just wanted to make sure the Burning Legion did not take it over before, before he gave it to the Drenai, which... It's stupid in itself. Then Illidan just starts slaughtering people left and right. Instead of negotiating the way Illidan usually does at first, instead of doing something, like escaping how he usually does, he's really good at running away when you see Warcraft <laughs> Warcraft 3. He, he's really good at that. Him and the Naga are really slippery. And with the Blood Elves' magic... They become even more slippery. Now, he grabs his entire fellow orc army, he grabs his blood elves, his naga. Actually, the blood elves betray him at one point, right? It kind of becomes a civil war, a strange kind of civil war, but. Yeah, well, let's not get into it. But he garrisons all of his armies and just fights to the death. With Night Elves, Draenei, and uh, Blood Elves, was there another faction? I think those were the factions, and I think some works as well turned on him. Uh, but yeah, a lot of races attacked him. He decided he's just going to go head-on fight them. To what avail? There was no reason for that. Even if you win that war, it's a lose-lose situation. And we know you can teleport your armies out to a different dimension, different plane, different plane. You could have simply teleported them to somewhere in Lordaeron. Uh, uh, was that this, the name of that? I know Kalimdor is one of the continents. 
Was that the one lower on? Oh boy, my Warcraft lore is dying here. But even in Kalimdor, okay, there's definitely uninhabited places in Kalimdor where he could have teleported his entire army to sit there. And there's more planets, that's for sure. We saw uh, after war uh, after the Legion expansion how many worlds there are. He could have definitely went to another inhabitable, uninhabited planet and survived there for a while. No one was forcing him to stay at the Black Temple and just fight to the death. I think that was stupid from Blizzard's point of view as Illidan does not want to slay night elves, Drenai, orcs, and whatever the hell there is. He only want, his only goal is to destroy the Burning Legion, but he is not ready to sacrifice absolutely everything else to destroy itself, basically. He... His goal is not to fight other Night Elves and Drenai. His goal is the Burning Legion, so it would make more sense to not actually fight but run away. As he would have more armies without the fight, even if he'd win the fight. And his enemies today would definitely be enemies of the Burning Legion tomorrow. So that'd be a bigger fighting force. So. This entire thing seems pointless and stupid to me. Now, maybe I'm missing something. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind any being pointed things being pointed out in the comments. But this seems ridiculous in my opinion. As to why Illidan would even stay and fight there, he could have even left the f everyone there and run away and say Ill and let the people say Illidan is not here. You can go and check, and everything will be fine. Like the. The Naga can escape through the sewers, and the Blood Elves have already started their betrayal, so it wouldn't matter. As for the Fell Orcs, I don't really know. Well, I don't think the Fell Orcs really have a future without Illidan, so they're fucked. Because I don't see the Drenai sparing them in any way. Especially since the Fell Orcs are kind of... How do I say barbaric? <laughs> well, this isn't a rant about the Felworks, this is a rant about how Blizzard ruined Illidan. No, I think they should have done things. I don't think they should have just let him go all out against uh, the other factions for no re apparent reason. And I think that ruined the character a bit. It was out of character. Him just going in an all out war. Uh, but enough of that, let's continue on with the story. When Illidan was revived, when he was, he was supposed to be dead, then he was revived, and he quickly becomes something like a superhero, like, completely strange, yeah, and no one trusts him, everyone calls him the betrayer, he kills Zerab, the Naru, but for uh, for what reason did you make him become this goody two shoes? Like he started uniting everyone and being a man of wisdom. That's so out of character for Illidan. Illidan is supposed to be the loner who who doesn't treat anyone as equals in a way. Uh, he he's not rude, but he doesn't 
see you as his equal, let's just say it like that. You can see that clearly with Vaj and Kael'thas. And now all of a sudden when he's talking to Prophet Velen, he's, he's being wiser than Prophet Velen, which I think in itself is ridiculous. Uh, and why on earth is Illidan wiser than Prophet Velen? Uh, he's just, Illidan's just talking blatant, cliche truths. Uh, you can see that in the Illidan versus Zara cinematic. Well, the cinematic itself is great when Illidan blows up Zara and fights out of his way of religion. Yes, the it was made epic, but then the there is no chosen one. There is only we. That is so cliche and so out of character for Illidan. That is. It, not at all what Illidan is and what he represents. They all of a sudden made him this unification character, the symbol of peace of some sort, and to what avail to then him watching over Sir Garrus's tomb for the rest of eternity? What the? Why? Illidan was... I can understand Illidan... Finding his way out of the Naru. Okay, that part I can see. Because he's going to Fell Energy, looking to, for power to the in the void. And I can see the Naru wanting Illidan on, its, on the light side. But... Illidan fights it off. Because he's his own character. And that's respectable, right? That's who Illidan is. Okay, you got that part, right? You nailed that. And he's going to follow his addiction. But then what? He stops following his addiction. Somehow he's not addicted to magic anymore. On top of which, now he becomes the pillar of justice and peace. No. And that's not how Illidan should be. That's not how he should should have been done at all. Yeah, he, his addiction should have stayed. He should have wanted more power. He should have gotten more power. He should have used it against the Legion. And then should have, in my opinion, lost in a very neutral way, let's put it. I think he should have died in his quest for power. He wants to obtain power, he goes to a powerful being, and he needs to take its power, and that being overpowers him. Now, I don't necessarily know what being that would be. Uh, they could have created something in the point, but uh, during the point of creation of war, of the expansion. But the entire thing to me is just strange. Why did they not do that? Illidan dying in his quest for power, destroying a huge chunk of the Legion, and then uh, also being seen as evil by the good guys. I can understand that. And he goes for more power, the a power that's finally going to end the Legion for good, but he cannot obtain that power. Like, for example, he tries to take over the light itself. Let's say that. He saw that he can overpower Zera. And now he tries to take over the light. Wouldn't that be an interesting twist? But in, in his quest, 
the light proves to be too strong and simply destroys him. Now, that's a quick rapid fire way of saying it, and it's kind of uh, naivish to say, just because, yeah, I'm not a game designer. Well, I hope to be in the future, but I'm not a game designer. I have no real experience in creating games. I've just written one short story. Uh, and I've created a few weapons. That's all I've done uh, in 3D modeling, I mean. That's all I've done that's connected to gaming. I've also played League of Legends in a sort of high level, but that's the closest I've gotten to understanding a game from the inside, right? From the perspective of creating it. But I still do not understand why they took this approach with Illin to make him the ultimate good guy, the chosen one. I think that was a big mistake on the part of Blizzard. I, I know I've said that already five times, maybe. But that's exactly it. They should not have done that at all. They should have either left him dead, dying as the random villain they made him into, or they should have changed him with his... They should have kept him the same as Warcraft 3 when they revived him. A third spur of power. He becomes one of the strongest beings, okay? I can accept that. He becomes extremely powerful. He starts destroying huge chunks of the Legion. But... He becomes too greedy, too uh, too power hungry, and on that path he dies. I don't know exactly how you'd make that, simply because I have not worked with a World of Warcraft team, but I can assure you there are ways you could have made that, or they could have made that. I gave a quick example with him dying to the light, trying to consume it, or the void. But, that, of course, that was never going to happen in the first place. He'd have to be insane to think that. But maybe there was some reason for him to believe it. You could have given him... You could have created that story. Now, it takes some time and thinking. But it could have been done. And I think it should have been done. Because you killed one of the best characters you have ever created in your entire history of creating games, Illidan, he's one of the most loved, if not the most loved character from any Blizzard franchise, and you kind of ruin him with the way you made him. There's a reason in Warcraft 3 why everyone loved Illidan. It's not just because he was an edgy fuck lord. It was because he had some depth to him. He was actually a good guy. He wasn't just pure edginess. He was good. He was doing everything for the sake of his people. And I think that's what any normal being would have done in his position. They would have gotten power so they could protect the ones they love. Even if that meant them hating him back. And that's exactly it. For... He didn't do that in the next two expansions. He just, in the Burning Crusade, he just gave up. He just fought to the death for no apparent reason. And in Legion, he just became a superhero and <laughs> united everyone into 
a path of glory and victory, and then he became the jailer of Sir Garrus. And I think, as I said, they should have changed the way he died a neutral path to just power. Not by the Burning Legion. I know he's not technically dead right now. But I don't... I think he should be dead. And on his quest for power. Or maybe not dead, just in the same way, exiled in some way. But should not... He should not be exiled by the Burning Legion or by his comrades. Or... T technically the ones he considers his family. And that's all for this week's podcast. I hope you enjoyed. I hope uh, you have any criticism for me. Maybe I've gotten some lore incorrect. I know there's some things that are iffy about the things I said. But... All in all, I hope you enjoyed. I hope we can have a discussion, a civilized one. And that's it. See you next week. Goodbye.